And we are live with another episode of the Blue Crocus Experience. And I'm joined today by Eric Rue of uh, Promo Logic. And basically, we are going to chat about his business, about you know what he does, his journey as a, as a businessman, and uh, and just chat a bit about promo products and what they can do for your business. So, Eric, if you want to give a quick intro into who you are, where you're located, um, what you do, then we'll dive into it. Um, Eric Rue with Promo Logic. I've been in the promo industry for over 15 years. Uh, we're based outside of um, Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, branded promotional products and wearables, and it's uh, about as simple as it gets, right there. This is uh, this is a, actually a, a piece of your handiwork right here that I'm wearing. <laughs> so, um, I reached out to Eric. I connected with with you, Eric, through uh, Mike Claudio. I believe it was in the construction selling group that I saw a couple people mention your name. Um, and I was really, I looked at um, someone locally here who was actually a client of mine. They had great products, but I'm really looking for someone um, in the States who could then ship product out so that we're working on that and kind of figuring that out. Um, so Eric sent me this sample here, which is awesome. Uh, I've gotten lots of you know rave reviews from it, um, but uh, the service was really fast. You know, I'm going to jump right in here with a plug. The service was really fast. The communication was good. Um, you know, your team reached out to me and got all the billing handled um, really well. I was actually really surprised at how fast the package got here, um, especially given you know the fact that it's going cross border. Um, I get, I had some Christmas cards that clients sent me beginning of December. They showed up beginning of February for me. Like Ooh. it was crazy. <laughs> so um awesome so give us a little bit of background i know you we were chatting off air there um before we before we went live and, and you were saying you know you've kind of been around the promo industry for a long time so give us you know the the longer version of the, the quick one that you gave me off air um straight out of college in 97 i just kind of i was actually working at a, a gym just straight out of college Move, where my wife uh she grew up we kind of she got a job first so i followed her then uh, from there, uh, I had somebody just kind of approach me at the gym. They're like, hey, you talk to people. You don't really have an issue with it. You want to try sales? And I was working kind of nights, so I had all day to give it a shot. It was 100% commission, so you know, it either worked or if it didn't, it really was no skin off their back. So uh, I worked for that company for about 10 years. Um, and then, you know, just kind of sometimes when I was younger, I had all my eggs in one basket, and that one customer got bought up by somebody else and i kind of lost them so and i was actually transitioning i was you know dabbling in swimming pools at the time i had then for about another six or seven years i had my own swimming pool cleaning business for residential and commercial pools uh did that for a while it was fun had a lot of free time you, you know i'd get up early but then you know, i'm done midday and go do whatever i want to do from there but then I uh, had a bad car accident in 2014 and i told myself i had a chance to get out of the pool industry i would and Ran into one of my old bosses who was at the was at Promo Logic. Um, I was kind of doing some T-shirts, uh, looking for somebody to run them for me, and I knew he was still in it, so I contacted him. Um, and then in you know, 2015, I you know came aboard, but uh, and then I was basically his sales assistant, just having industry knowledge, jumping back in. It's a huge learning curve. Uh, just all of our vendors and suppliers do things completely different, so it's kind of good to know the back end of a lot of that stuff. And right. but again, in 2017. Um, the guy that I was a sales assistant for passed away tragically, just, you know, just something very tragic. And yeah. 
uh, me and the other owner and one of the other ladies, we had to, you know, sink or swim, jump on, you know, jump out and kind of help out and just do everything we can to try to keep the customer base, keep everybody happy, let them know that everything's going to be okay. And, yeah. you know, for the next few years, we kind of just kind of kept it going the best we could. I think he'd be happy for us. Uh, he'd be doing pretty good, but uh, we still have a lot of his old customers and just kind of keep moving forward from there. Wow. Wow. Um, there are a couple things I wanted to to point out. One is that we are we can see comments come in. So um, anybody who's live, you know, holler at us. Let us know you're listening. Um, Keith says uh, 97 Internet Advantage because uh, <laughs> I think that was a reference to your to your comment there. And then he said, uh, "Crazy how fast times change." Um, yeah, for sure. Thanks for popping on, Keith. Um, and then the other thing was, you know kind of diving right into the promo side of it. Walk us through how the industry works. Cause you obviously, you know, you got me this hat, right? But you guys don't make the hats, you, you know, walk us through that, how that process works. Cause you mentioned the, the vendors and all of that. Um, the hard goods, such as your sunglasses, mugs, mouse pads, anything that's not apparel, I guess is a good way to put it is pretty much done off site uh, no matter who you're buying from whether it's online the guy in your town or somebody across the country we're all buying we're buying the the printed goods we're the middleman but we're buying the printed goods from the same suppliers everywhere so there's it's very little speciality in there but there there could be a few niches here and there but for the most part you know, the biggest players in the industry, a lot of people are buying from them because they're some of the best that's doing what they're doing. Uh, that's kind of on the hard good side. When it comes to embroidery and screen printing, uh, we have our embroidery machines in-house. We buy the blank goods. They come in. We decorate them. Uh, we do the sew-outs like we did for you. Just kind of okay. let you see it, let you see it before we put it on a hat or before. Uh, we'll make sure the size is right, the color of the logo is right, things along those lines. But there are other... Um, like the hat that you're wearing, which is Richardson. Like I could have went straight through Richardson and had them do the decoration and do everything right. for you. Would they have done one? No, they wouldn't have done that. It's just, I mean, they're definitely a huge, uh, you know, huge company in what they do. So us having this embroidery in house definitely is a benefit. Uh, we do some about our screen printing, like a lot of people do, but it's just having those relationships, getting good pricing and just trying doing our best to be competitive. We're never going to be the lowest. We might not be the highest, but you know we're definitely going to be competitive. It's just kind of, I mean, it, there's enough business out there for a lot of people, so we just do our best to try to get what we can. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and and I think it's interesting too because the 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 sample like that that was awesome to have it in hand. Um, you obviously live and breathe this stuff and have for you know a long time as as you kind of told us your story there. But um, to to have a sample in hand, like I was able to show my wife and she's like, Oh, that's so awesome. And like different people that I've shown in person. And then obviously um, through streams and, and podcasts and stuff, everybody loves it. But you know, if I didn't have that chance to get a sample, it's like, mm, you know, you spend a lot longer trying to, you know, figure out what you really want um, if you don't have that in hand. So um, the other thing, I, I guess we, we kind of jumped into the acquisition side of, of promo products, but walk us through, you know, what you see as the biggest reason someone should have promo products. Obviously, as a business owner, we, we have a lot of pride in our, our uh, branding, et cetera. And we want to, you know, show people that. But what, uh, from your perspective, you know, you have all the stats in the industry and everything. Walk us through some of that and why someone should have branded products. Uh, some of the easiest thing to see, especially a lot of people that might see this, is that they're out in the public a lot. And, you know, you definitely want to, especially if you're, 
and a lot of these people are they they own a company and they work for the company while they're out there in the field as well. Um, you know, like I would tell you that we don't tell people to, you know, I don't wrap trucks, but if you're in the construction industry, you know, you definitely want as many people to see that logo, to see your brand as much as possible, whether it's a hat, a t-shirt, your truck, whatever it might be. It just gives you a little bit more exposure and it's just kind of trying to figure out the best way to do it. Um, I deal a lot more with corporate, uh, America as well. And, you know, I'm looking for people that are trying to, they're trying to get in front of prospects, get in front of, you know, keep, stay in front of cu their customers and stuff on their desk. So there's always different ways and different angles of doing it. The last year has been a little bit different because uh, nobody was having events where, I mean, a lot of our industry is event based. So no trade shows and things like that, where people are just, you know, you can go to a trade show, you can get a bag of stuff. And I hate to say it, but a lot of that stuff never makes it back to the house because it's kind of right. inexpensive. They just want to give something away. So if you do give stuff away to a customer or a prospect, you know, think about what you're giving them. Think about, are they going to use it? You know, is it something that they're going to use for a long time? I mean, hats are always great. I mean, I'll be honest with you, that Richardson hat right there sold a ton of them in the industry this last year, just because the essential workers, it's the hat that they wear and those guys yep. never stopped working and those yep. guys did extremely well. And, they just kind of rolled with it. I mean, Richardson right now has a lot of stock issues because, you know, those guys, everybody kind of slowed down production and stuff, but everybody in that industry kept buying and they just kept doing extremely well. So, I mean, it's just trying to stay in front of people because, I mean, it's nothing feels better than somebody giving you a call. Hey, saw your number on the truck, saw your number on the you know, back of a guy's T-shirt or whatever, you know, whatever it might be. Um that really makes it feel like it was worth the while to do that promo item. And then, you know, sometimes when you get gifts, um, I don't know if, uh, did you get one of Mike's books? I did. Yeah. And I, I got the pen too. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Mike, I mean, me and Mike did the books. Those things were awesome. You know, even one of the books wasn't even on their website yet because it was so, it was newer. So they, but they were still able to get it and imprint the books. And I mean, that's going to be a lasting impression for whoever received those books with his logo on it. They're not going to hand that thing to somebody else and let them do it because, you know, that, he, that was a personal gift instead of just, hey, read this, you know, it was definitely given to them as a thank you. And they're going to definitely hold on to that. Right. No, that's awesome. Keith is asking, uh, why do you sub your screen printing? Um, we had it in-house for several years. It's it it's very demanding, I guess is a good way to put it. And it's people, it, it's a, it has a lot of turnover in that industry and to keep the quality up to where we want it to be, it was better for us to sub it out. Uh, it, Cause we, now we're at a place that, cause we had one big machine is what we had in the back. Um, and we did a great job, but we kind of saw the turnover becoming more regular. We, 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 the place where we go now, they have 12 big machines that they do an amazing job for us. And right. It, you know, it's, it's a, it's a better situation for us for sure. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think that the branding thing is, is awesome. The gifts. So did you, um, I, I don't know if I, I got the, uh, the book that he put the the flap in the front. Did you do that all in house for him? Uh, awesome. no, like that's more like, see something like that is done by the supplier. They order the books in, they get it done. And then we drop ship them straight to Mike. Um, so it's just kind of, um, like again, it's more of a middleman, but again, it's it's a headache to kind of know the back end of it. <laughs> and yeah. there's five thousand suppliers in our industry. There's nine hundred thousand promotional products that can be branded. So you know, it's it's definitely 
it's it's almost everything so it's kind of scary sometimes but again it's just trying to be able to weed through it help people find stuff because a lot of people like to go online and do their own shopping which if they can do it that's great uh but if you spend two hours on a website going down a rabbit hole is your time really worth that two hours looking for uh you know looking for a deal on something that you know it's so it's just you just got to weigh it out and what works best for you whether you, to go online or to have somebody like me help you out yeah and i i can say i didn't i guess i didn't mention this to you earlier but um in early 2020 i actually looked at adding um promo products to my line of services um you know i was as a new business owner i was like oh, i can do this i can do that i can do all these things right and so i actually went down the route of um getting on with asi and uh and all of that and i got one order through and it was just i, I bought a guy like 12 custom mugs or whatever locally here um, and it was fine and, and whatever it ended up um there was a big snafu with the quoting process and they wanted to charge me for stuff that didn't didn't go on um, but i can tell everyone listening like there is a lot of back and forth you know but the suppliers you've got to have your ducks in a row um, with the quoting process etc obviously i don't have as much experience as you so to you it probably seems really <laughs> easy but um i can i can tell you like there's there's a lot of stuff you've got to get right um, to get, you know, the best products, to get the best prices, all of that stuff. And so to, for me to be able to hand off the hats to you, uh, it was a no brainer. Right. So, you know, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be dealing with all of that. And I've, you know, I, I've since learned, you know, I've got to keep, keep on my core focus and refer people over to Eric and let him take care of that. But um, no, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting process for sure. Keith says makes sense. Um, actually, I'm going to, Someone in the group, I think, uh, that I shared this to. So it's Facebook user because you haven't uh, let StreamYard see um, your name. They say, speaking of hats, the glare on that head is yours is blinding. Um, that's <laughs> got to be Mike, but uh, that's who I think. Uh, that's, that's what I'm thinking too. Um, and then Keith says, so if I'm starting a new business and want promo products, what would you recommend and why? That's a pretty broad um, question, but I'll let you take that away. Uh, the questions that I would try to get with him is just, you know, who's your um you know who's your who's the end user of the promotional products you're going to be handing them to and then whoever that might be you want to make sure that it's something that they can use uh whether if they're a you know if they're in office buildings or whatever you definitely want something that's going to sit on their desk it's going to have your logo that can sit on there i mean for me what uh what i love telling people just wireless phone chargers your logo sits there you set your phone down but again it, it charges it up and there's so many different things people love drinkware but i mean i don't know how much like, i'm not a coffee drinker but I know people, they have one favorite coffee mug. They don't use seven, they use one. So it's just kind of, you know, it, but again, can you pick that one that's going to be their favorite? That's the thing. So, yeah. Um, yeah. and again, there's so many options that we have so much stuff coming out new. You know, it's trying to, you know, are you trying to set yourself apart, be different and unique, trying to get that first new item? Or are you looking for something that, you know, it's just, that's tried and true and works every time. So not that I'm trying to dodge the question, but there, it's just, you have to know, you know who you're trying to give to uh for like mike you know uh, he he loved the hats uh so we did you know his little light bulb hat did that and everybody loves them i mean it's a popular hat just that richardson and again you know once he got them everybody just kind of took off and you you see them all over facebook when they he they get one they're so happy that they get one yeah. so it's having that effect on somebody when you give them that promo item it knows you really made the right decision and uh you know getting the right piece for them yeah, I have, uh, I think, oh, StreamYard's backwards here, but I think that right there is one of Mike's there. Um, he sent me a couple of those hats as well. They're they're awesome. Um, it was Nick that was calling you out. For oh, the, uh, okay, yeah. Uh, I uh, he says, always off the wall, unique. 
Um, I have a question for you, Eric. What's the weirdest, craziest promo order you've ever gotten from a client or put um, together? The first go around, I actually did condoms uh, just to yeah. print the outside of the wrapper. It's just yep. something that I'm like I, I didn't know that you could really do them, you know. Yep. But again, we found somebody. We had a tattoo company out in California that that was just one of the things in their lines, and you know, it was just kind of like. I, I, I they asked me if they could do it. I was like, I, let me see. I'm not gonna say no until I know it's a no. And yeah. they had it. I was like, let's run with it. And then you know, it's it was kind of funny. It's you know, I joke about it, but I'll I'll always remember that order because it's one of the most unique things that I think I've done. Yeah, that's awesome. What uh, what would be you know the the craziest day in that that you've had as uh, you know working in the industry? I'm sure you have a lot of hectic days, but is there one that stands out? Uh I mean, what what really kind of shocked us is that as COVID hit, you know, we at first we were staying away from the PPE products. We didn't want to, you know, we were like, you know, we're just going to stay away. It's just it, we, not that it wasn't right. We just didn't feel comfortable because we didn't even know we could get it. Right. And in a, you know, in one day I had a hundred thousand dollar order for two different, you know, from, uh, you know, two different people added up to a hundred thousand dollar order for, for just masks. And wow. they're, they're blank. We didn't have to decorate them. It's, you know, it, they had to prepay. Uh, everybody in our industry was making, you know, if you were buying them, you had to prepay. And then it's, you know, taking time to get, you know, everything was coming from overseas. So you just didn't know what was going to happen. It, everything was just kind of slowed down. So, but it yeah. was, it was a total shock because we were, you know, we were trying, once we were trying to just let people know that we can get it people start i mean everybody needed it they needed it one way or the other and just a couple of orders like that come through it kind of not because everything else was kind of just it really slowed down i mean everybody yeah. hit the brakes and it kind of really helped us out as a company uh we you know we also we you know a couple of other sales reps kind of did the same thing so it just really helped out we got extremely lucky being able to you know source those out for people who needed them that's that's awesome yeah there was a weird moment there where you know, I, I think a lot of companies were like, well, we can sell masks, but we don't want to monopolize on, you know, what's going on. Did you guys feel some of that as you were kind of trying to figure it out or was yeah, it always I mean, like, just wait for the time? I mean, I would say at the end of March through April, we were, after we kind of made the decision, all right, we're going to try to sell them because people need them. There's a need for it. They're asking for them. We don't, you know, that kind of staying away from it part went away. But around May, going into June, we're like, let's, I mean, we, we had it, but we just kind of backed off on and tried to still get people to get back into traditional promotional. Yeah. Um, I put some stuff out the other day on LinkedIn and it was a graph that was actually moving and it showed you all of the, like the searches in ASI, which is, you know, advertising specialty Institute, like how, how many, what the number of searches per day was, and it moved through the whole year pretty quick, and you could see how fast mass grows up, but then you could see how the promo started catching back up with it, and people were going back to traditional promotional items and staying away. Now, decorated masks with people's logos and gators and things along those lines, I think that's going to it's gonna stay around for a while. I think it's going to be a part of a lot of people's, um, not uniform, but, you know, something that they're going to have at work once they go back. Cause I still got a lot of customers that haven't even hit the office yet. Uh, yeah. They're going to stay yeah. remote, but I've got a lot of people who never stopped working. It just, you know, it continued on and they were able to stay safe and, you know, continue doing what they were doing. Yeah, no, that, it's interesting. Cause I mean, being able to pivot is, is, is really key. 
I'm, I'm going to run through the comments here. Keith says that's awesome. I think that was in reference to the condom order. Uh, Cameron says he loves it. Hey, Ken, how's it going? Ken Walls is actually the one that got me. So the reason that we are streaming this live here today is because of Ken Walls. Um, he has a course. Uh, it's called Grow Live. Um, he recommended me over to StreamYard, which is what we're using as well. Ken is going live all the time. He's I think he's got the ability to go live on Amazon, <laughs> LinkedIn. Like he's he's going live everywhere. Um, and so that is that is the reason that we're going live and not just recording this on a Zoom meeting. So awesome to have you here, Ken. Um, the other thing, uh, you know, you mentioned the, the chargers, and I've watched uh, some of your um, videos on your personal feed. And, you know, tissue boxes was one that kind of sits there all the time for people. And, and that was like, you know, that's that's kind of a good idea. There's many tissue boxes. What are some other, I don't know if you have any handy, but what are some other um, items that people I mean, everybody loves drinkware, and I hate to say it. And then, you know, people are starting to be more uh, sustainable products, you know, recycled products, things along those lines. Those are becoming, those are growing more and more. I'd say four or five years ago in the industry, you had a couple of people who had a couple of recyclable products, but now we're getting into a lot of clothing, headwear can be, you know, has recycled materials in them, pins, mugs. I mean, it's getting to be everywhere, which is, it's, it's just another growing section of our industry. Uh, for me, I mean, I do the videos on, you know, post them on LinkedIn so I can, I, I mean, my goal is to show people we can do this and we can do that just because there's a lot of things that, I mean, we do our best to let our customers know that we can do everything. But again, not every time they're going to think of us, you know, for, you know, whether it's print products or if it's like a big, um, like you see outside of a brand new home development, those huge flags and things like that, they're going to probably go to a sign shop for that. but. We have great vendors in our industry that can do those as well. And so it's just doing everything. But I mean, it's, you know, tech items are, are always going to be a, a great item. But, you know, that's not something that somebody's going to keep in the office. So you got to know who you're giving it to when you're doing it. Uh, but again, it's people are it's it, it gets a little overwhelming because only there is so many options out there. Uh, but we are a part of the big buying group here in the States. Uh, they got a good um group there in, uh, in Canada as well. But, you know, it gives it helps us out with pricing and it gives us good options. We do spec samples kind of like that hat would be considered a spec sample where we do a runoff, things like that for people to kind of, you know, let them kind of see what it's going to look like sometimes before they actually make the, uh, the decision for the purchase. Um, and then if it's just a sample of the item to make sure you want to see the quality of it as well, whether it's a shirt or a hat or a promo item, those options are always available. Yeah, no, that that's awesome. You you wouldn't want to get a uh, Apple charger for someone who just has an Android, eh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you want to you want to figure that out and not just throw the the thing that you think would be applicable. Um, so yeah, that that leads to the next question. I have um, you know, there are people listening and and uh, I think a few few people who are alive here that are from Canada. Um, obviously, you're in the states. What are the options there? I know you shipped this hat up to me, but um, talk us through kind of the international side of things here uh most of our vendors had a i don't want to say an agreement but they you know they worked their west with uh, their best with fedex and ups to get stuff across um across the lines we have several vendors that if uh that are they have company they have um they have a plant here in the states but they also have one in canada as well so if we do have you know a canadian customer we can run it up there and you know then they just ship straight through there so we don't have to even go across the border or anything like that those are usually the best options we've shipped international so it's just definitely a 
it's not the funnest thing to fill out when you have to fill out the UPS and FedEx forms. But again, uh, the you, know, you have the ability to do that with because a lot of vendors in our industry, they use they the bigger ones will have a secondary warehouse in Canada because it, you know the business is there too. They're doing well and they know that Canada is going to kind of you know need a lot of the same items for a lot of the same reasons. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I need it, so you, I'm glad this system's in place for that. I want to catch a few comments here, Daniel. Uh, says hi. Ken says appreciate the kind words. Absolutely. Cameron's uh, enjoying. The, this is the best podcast he's ever listened to, Eric. So, you know, the, I, I think we achieved our goal. We were chatting off air about it, so I, I think we uh, I think we made our goal here. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the business side. Like, obviously, we've been kind of educating people because the promo industry. A lot of people, you know, they think of the hats, they think of the t-shirts, all of that. But um, let's switch to you know you as a businessman. What uh, what tips would you give people, you know, whether it be sales or getting yourself out there? I know you kind of um, recently have started working with Mike and, and getting more videos out there and stuff. But just what jumps to your mind when you think, you know, hey, these are some things that I would would definitely do from the start? Um, I mean, you mentioned Mike and I'll be honest with you. Uh, before Mike came around, we were we were extremely reactive. Take care of your customers. If we got a referral here or there, great. You know, we would take care of them the way we do everybody else. But, you know, Mike definitely gave us a kick in the ass and just like, look, you know, you can't wait for it. You got to go get it. And that's kind of, you know, I jumped in with two feet with Mike. Uh, I was going I was looking at working with him personally, but then he's like, let me see if I can do it for the company first, which then he, you know, he got in here for six months and he got us on video. He, you know, we're definitely more on social, which is amazing. I mean, my first video took me two hours to record a one minute video. Uh, now I'm, you know, if it's 30 seconds long, it takes me 30 seconds. I'm in and I'm out. If I mess up, I don't care. So, and don't get in your way. Uh, I think that's one of the things that might, you know, get out of your way, do the you know what does it what does he say if uh enjoy the process and the results will come so and it, it's true we did that and it's just you know you got a prospect i got a lot of new business in 2020 um because we just didn't sit there and it was kind of a woe is me we went after it we did our best to do, you know we didn't get everything we tried but we you know we didn't sit back and you know hopefully things will fall in our lap because that wasn't going to be the case because we had a lot of customers that basically just they not that they disappeared, but no events, none they're just doing nothing. Everybody's working from home. They're not even, you know, employee gifts, things like that. They're saving their money because they don't know what's gonna happen. Um, so right. I yeah, I just you know, don't sit on your hands. You gotta get out there. If you're a salesman, you gotta gotta go sell, gotta hit your numbers, gotta be happy with what you're doing. If you're not, then you gotta find something else to that makes you happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, exactly. Um, I, I did want to touch on the uh, you're you're speaking of micisms there. So tell me tell me this, Eric. There, Mike has the win fast, win often, and he, he uses it as a hashtag often on social media. And then you turned into the the guy that was taking all of his sayings and turning them into hashtags. What <laughs> what, what happened there? <laughs> uh, just, I mean, me and Mike we joke a lot, uh, you know. So it's it's a just having fun. And then the funny thing was, you know, we'd have other people like he has, a, he, Mike has his winning mindset group and, you know, it just kind of, we people in there, we would be just kind of, you know, if somebody says something or if we see him doing a video, we'll say something else. Or if somebody has a win, they'll kind of create it and make it their own. So we know he created it. We know we're giving him credit for it, but I think it's just, you know, just having a little bit of fun and just, you know, just kind of enjoying it. 
Yeah, no, I like it. I was talking to Ryan today about how, you know, the it's kind of taken on a life of its own that probably Mike wouldn't have seen coming until till Eric came along and, and made it into a, his own promotional thing there. So it, I always enjoy seeing those. Do you, are you keeping track with a list? Not a chance. No, it's oh. just, I, I mean, I think if I kept track of him, I'd try to think of the next one. And it's just better when you see him say something or, you know, you have something happen and you just kind of make it up as you go along. It's just easier right off the cuff than it is trying to think about him for sure. Oh, I, I get that, but man, that's disappointing because there's there's been some good ones. <laughs> there, I always I always get a kick out of that for sure. Awesome. So um, on the sales side, you mentioned you know prospecting. Obviously, a lot of people pulling back on their budgets, and you know a lot of what you do is like people who are looking for like you said the stuff to go to trade shows and stuff, and that's very outbound sort of stuff. And people stepping back, sitting on their heels. What did you guys do to? kind of reverse that you, you said you prospected more but what did that actually look like on a day-to-day basis i mean for us it's you know i joined you know i joined a, a trade association which i jumped in with two feet and that helped out a lot uh it's just getting into different groups and just kind of working uh you know what works for you i know with sometimes like a lot of people do with the bni groups uh it's mm-hmm. great for b2c business uh but for b2b sometimes unless you find the right group it's a little tougher, but for a lot of the B2C uh, uh, companies, it really works out well. So it's just trying to, you got to get out there. It's, and, you know, picking up the phone, just making some calls. You know, I did a lot, you know, I've done a lot on LinkedIn, Facebook, just kind of putting myself out there, letting people know. I mean, Mike made me message every single person in my Facebook, uh, in my like, you know, Facebook uh, friends or whatever. And it's just like, we came up with a message and we sent it to everybody. And, I got sales out of it. It was just kind of a, he's like, do it, hit everybody by next week. Let's see how it happens. And then we'll go from there. And, you know, Mike with his messaging really helped us, you know, it look at it a different way instead of being, you know, passive, you know, just, just be direct and, you know, be honest with what you're looking for. And if they give it to you, great. If not move on, somebody's out there that's going to talk to you for sure. Yeah. How do you reconcile? So, so I talked to a lot of business owners. They're like, Oh no, if I, you know, if I, you know, put up a sign here or wear a hat here, um, people will come. How do you reconcile that with, you know, the fact that you've got to get out there and do it? A lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to, you know, push my services on people. But, you know, I come from the perspective of people aren't going to buy if they don't know what you do. But how do you kind of reconcile that with? I mean, in the nicest way, it's kind of letting them know that if people don't know who you are, how are they going to do business with you? Not like that they won't do business with you, but it's, it's you just you have to show your brand and, you know, make it known or nobody's ever going to find you. And I know that people love the, you know, word of mouth and things like that. And I mean, I've heard Mike talk and I've seen him talk to people to the point where, I mean, some people are afraid to grow uh, because they don't, because if they grow, they've got to start hiring new people and doing a lot of new things that are just out of their comfort zone. Um, but again, you know, marketing, putting your brand on stuff, getting it out, uh, giving it to customers, that's, that's also for some people getting out of their comfort zone. Um, and that's why it's just like what we've really seen the last six months is that people are giving a little nicer item. They might be spending the same amount of money. Let's use t-shirts, for instance. They're going to give somebody a nicer, softer, better wearing, feeling t-shirt. They might only be ordering 72 instead of 144, but that 144 would have been a 100% cotton, you know, economical shirt that 
it might be a car wash rag by the end of the month type of a thing. But, you know, people are just they're spending they're spending on a higher quality item might not be getting as many, but they know that people are definitely going to um, to when they receive it, they're going to appreciate a lot more. They're going to so, actually wear it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, that's interesting. Awesome. Well, I, I want to respect your time, Eric, but I do want to end off with a couple things. You know, what are your thoughts on the promo industry going into this year? Um, we'll, we'll start with that and then, then I'll lead into the second question. Uh, what, I mean, it's, we can't really predict, but so much is until stuff here in the States just kind of loosens up a little bit, but I have a feeling we've got some universities in our area that are actually getting back on campus, going back to school. So our, our hope is that, you know, into that second quarter, going into third quarter, events are going to start happening, people getting outside and people are going to start promoting. And I have a feeling that people are going to try to jump and try to promote and get as much business as they can. It's going to be a big grab. But there's a lot of companies that went out of business at this time. And sorry to say that, but it just happened. So a lot of people are going to know that there's a lot of business to go get once you get back out there. And I have a feeling, I mean, we're, I mean, of course we're hoping for an explosion, but again, I just think it's going to be a big, it's going to be hopefully up for us. It's going to be a big uptick when the summer kind of kicks in for us down here and just kind of, everybody's going to, you know, not overdo it, but they're going to make sure that people who are used to promoting are going to be seen and they're going to be heard by, you know, doing different events and probably more events than usual. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I actually, um, but it made me think of another question. So I'm going to fire that off here. Um, but yeah, you know, I, th I think a lot of people are relaxing a bit. They're like, I mean, the, the election was a little bit hectic for some people. You know, we were talking about it off air. We, we kind of just kept going and doing our thing with the things we can control. Um, but, you know, it's, it's nice to see things start moving again. And I guess the follow-up question to that would be, if someone were to pick, you know, a couple, I don't know, let, let's say we're talking to your general contractor, your, um, you know, trade service business owner. Um, what would be your number, you know, your top two or three, I know we've covered it, but I just want to recap here so that people, you know, leave with that. I mean, honestly, three, the, the easiest ones are going to be hats and tees. And if you're in the colder weather, sweatshirts, long sleeves, because that's something that you, your workers are going to always kind of have on the job. And a lot of guys probably already have that now, but to also, you know, if you're giving anything away to customers, your higher end clients, things along those lines, whether it's a jacket or, you know, I mean, that hats just go a long ways no matter what. Because if you wear a hat out, you're going to get anywhere from, you know, two to 500 people see it in a day if you wear it. Uh, and it's just kind of, you know, it's just one of the best items. But again, people might not be hat guys. And again, I know that I have to be a hat guy. But if it's, you know, if I don't, uh, if I don't like the way it feels when I wear it, I ain't, I'm not going to wear it no matter how nice the hat is. But I mean, T-shirts are always great because you would, I mean, you know, most guys are pretty comfortable in the construction industry, just wearing t-shirts and jeans and they're good to go. But you give them a nice t-shirt, they're going to wear that thing. It's, you know, it's going to get in their rotation. Uh, I saw something on Facebook today. I've got, you know, a guy said, hey, I got 50 t-shirts. I wear five. My wife yeah. tells me to throw them away. I'm not throwing away a single one. So it's just, you know, if you can get your t-shirt in their rotation and it doesn't always have to be company name, logo, phone number, website everywhere. You know, the, you know, you keep it simple and people won't mind wearing it out if it's even if it's somebody from another company. But I mean, yeah. those are the basics, which are very, very simple to uh, simple to follow for sure. 
I love that. I think that's funny too, because I'm the same way. I've got, you know, I've got a rotation. I got the top drawers, the ones I always wear in the bottom drawers. You never know, right? Just in case. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, if you give them a nice enough t-shirt, you know, it might make it out of their work rotation and into their, maybe their way going out to a bar or something. <laughs> you know, you just, you just leveled up there. So awesome, Eric. Well, this has been, this has been fun. I learned a few things. I hope that, uh, I hope that the listeners did. Um, I know Cam was excited to finally make it live here. Awesome to have you, Cam. Um, and I just want to wrap up with saying, you know, what would be the the number one tip you would give business owners? Um, you're a business, you know, a business person um, and kind of we're pushed into a, a little bit of an ownership role there. Um, what would be your tip that you would leave people with that, you know, if, if someone was starting out or things that you've learned over the years? Um, just, you know, don't always go off price when you're but if you if you buy promotional items don't always go off price and if you get the chance get a sample uh because i'm telling you right now there's a lot of times that people get burned to where they can make things look amazing online pictures look great you know but when it gets there it's not even close to quality's not the same so i would um those you know just I would, because I know a lot of people, especially in trade shows, they just want the cheapest items they can go with because they're just going to give them away and they don't really care. But, you know, just get a sample and just don't always buy off price because it's just something that'll, it'll save you money in the long run um, because you can buy the most inexpensive pins or whatever. If nobody's using them and nobody sees your logo, you wasted all that money on that inexpensive pin when you could, you know, a quarter more per piece, you know, people would, you know, something writes better, got a little weight to it. People would have paid more attention to it and held on to it. So it's just little things like that. It's really the simple stuff that makes the biggest difference. So you're saying don't spend money on feel good marketing that no one's going to use. <laughs> people still do. I mean, and I still sell it and you try, I try to talk people out of it, but it's just, you know, we try to get them to do a little bit better, but again, Sometimes it's, they just, they're on a mission. They want to knock it out and get done. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Daniel, awesome to have you here. Cam, awesome as well. Um, Eric, where can people find you? Um, just uh, Eric Rue on LinkedIn is pretty simple. Instagram is more, it's kind of more personal, not so much business, but it's just Eric.Rue and then Eric Rue on Facebook. I usually have some uh, promotional videos. I usually get at least four a week out just to kind of, try to teach people about the industry, give them some ideas and show them some products here and there and have a little fun with it. Cause trust me, I definitely don't take myself too seriously when I'm on video. So I just do what I can to have a little fun. I love it. Well, this has been awesome. Hang tight here. We're going to, we're going to wrap up the, uh, the live, but Eric, it's been absolutely fantastic to have you on. Really appreciate the knowledge you bring. This was fun, man. Thanks a lot. Awesome.